Well, at least here the microphones are good. It's like those ASMR videos. <laughs> Maybe you and I should do an ASMR one. I mean, we can. I kind of think it would be fun. It would be funny. Maybe a short one, like five minutes, not yeah. 30 minutes of us eating. Yeah. Just like ASMR mukbang KFC. Well, I'm going to talk about how we love McDonald's. So maybe as a follow-up one day, we just get like hella chicken nuggets or something. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a podcasting faux pas, but I feel like I had to jump in. I'm currently editing this episode, and it's one that I really love doing. It was the very first one I recorded, but the audio is ever so slightly off. I've definitely learned a thing or two ever since, and um, two people in a giant living room with a mic picking up all the other sounds, I know it's a little frustrating, but please bear with me. I promise we are getting better. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Self-Care with me, David Self. Today, I have a very special guest with me, my friend, Maeveen. Hi, everyone. I'm Maeveen. So, uh, David and I have been friends for, like, what, 13 years now, I think? Yeah, it's been a while. 13 plus. I knew we'd be good friends when we were placed in cubicles next to each other, and we bonded over, like, our love for chicken nuggets. So, I feel like we've been friends ever since. Um, so David actually encouraged me to leave my pretty comfy job in the Bay Area last year and move up to <laughs> Seattle. Um, so yeah, I moved up here a little over a year ago and, you know, I somehow also talked to my boyfriend Evan into moving in with me. So that's kind of where we are now. We're just living and working from our very small one bedroom apartment. <laughs> and I'm kind of hoping in 2021, you know, it'll be better and we can kind of get out and explore Seattle a little bit more. Did you anticipate being stuck inside seven or 800 square feet when you signed your lease? (laughs) I feel like seven or 800 is generous. Um, No, you know, like no one could have anticipated this. So we just wanted like a cute apartment in a good area of Seattle. And now we're just kind of staring at each other the other day, taking (laughs) meetings, you know. At least you have the den. Yes, we are lucky that we have that den. If not, we would definitely be taking meetings on top of each other. Yes. That multi-purpose den. Yeah, also laundry room, also closet for snacks. Pantry. Pantry, literally everything. Poor Evan. He's always <laughs> trying to explain to people like what room he's in when he's on a Zoom meeting. They're like, what is that? It's just dry storage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, this is actually the very first episode that I am recording of self-care, aside from a little trailer that I did. Um, we're still trying to figure out exactly... The schedule and what that looks like, but uh, Maeveen was happy enough to brave the rain of Seattle. It got to be fall really quick this year. It was a scary drive over here. Yeah. The four miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she braved the elements to come and be with us today. So again, thank you very much. Um, I know that I only saw you like less than 48 hours ago, but what have you been up to? What's new? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I have too many updates to share. Um, So I took this week off of work, and Evan is planning our activities for this week. And you know Evan, um, he is allergic to planning, so uh, (laughs) I appreciate the effort, but TBD on, you know, what we'll be doing, so. Should we discuss the Safeway trip that was multiple hours, or (laughs) when he listens to that, will he be mad at us? (laughs) So funny, TLDR, funny story, I usually do the grocery shopping, and he just wanted to pick up the slack and do it one weekend. And 
he was like, don't worry, like, I'll be back in an hour. And I was like, all right, I'll see you in a few hours. And he didn't think it would take that long. And I got a phone call about two hours into the grocery shopping about where the wine was that I wanted. So yeah. you could tell that he doesn't shop often. Well, I mean, to be fair, you have a very... Particular? Particular uh, system to, <laughs> to get you in and out as efficiently as possible. That's not easy Yeah, he for derailed everyone. from my system. He thought he could be faster, but obviously... I feel like you could probably win supermarket sweep. I think so. My system's really good. It's like very efficient based on the layout of the store. Yeah. And Evan just thought that that wasn't a good way of buying groceries. He was just going to wing in. He's just like walk up and every down every aisle and pinball just like yeah. ding, 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 ding all over the store. So three hours later. Yeah. Cool. Well, quick little story time for what happened to us today. Um, so it was around lunchtime. I was laying on the couch. Bo was on my lap. Everything was hunky-dory. Um, I get up to go make a peanut butter sandwich. And I'm like standing at the the counter getting ready to make it. And I turn around and I see Bo is like wiping his paws all over the blanket that we were just on. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, you know, does, does he not like the smell of me or something? And Billy goes, what? What's that? Ah! And I come closer and sure enough, there's a little present smeared into the faux fur blanket that we had on the couch like front present or back present back present <laughs> <laughs> and you Ew. know we have faux fur on our couch so Bo's claws don't go into it and it Yikes. was caught in the fur Ew. and so I like I'm walking back to the kitchen to go get like a paper towel so I can like get it out obviously we're wash it but um then Billy goes oh no And it's all smashed into the back of my Lululemon shorts. (laughs) And for a second, I was like, was it mine? (laughs) Which one of us shit ourselves? (laughs) Me or Bo? (laughs) Wait, what happened? I don't know. So, like, I know he had gone to the bathroom. Like, I heard him in his litter box before that. And so I don't know. Like, maybe it got stuck in his paw or just, like, stuck to his butt. Like a little piece that just didn't come off. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that you're considering getting a pet possibly a cat yeah welcome to cat parenthood yeah that's gross it's honestly not as bad as like a dog that purposefully or like by accident shits all over the place yeah i think that just comes with like owning a pet and yeah that's good like you just have to get over it and like yeah move forward did you is this the one um no it's in the dryer because um i didn't want to say but Do you remember like people had the faux fur like Hollister sweatshirts and stuff when we were young? Yes. And after it went like through the hoodie? The, yeah. And after it went through the dryer, it kinda got all <laughs> crispy looking and wasn't soft anymore. <laughs> That's what the blanket looks like now. <laughs> and I was too scared to bring it back out. <laughs> I need to like brush it out. Because Billy's gonna get mad. <laughs> I need to put some like detangler in it oh and brush it out. His like restoration hardware like fur throw. It, it literally is. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what's new uh, over here. I actually had to Google earlier when daylight savings time changes. Um, because that's the worst in Seattle because it goes from like so dark. dark at 6.30 to like now it's 5.30 and then by winter it's going to be 4 o'clock sunset. <laughs> Be prepared for that. <laughs> um, you know what is nice, though? Before, when we would actually have to go into the office, it was dark. And then you'd leave at 5 and it was dark. But at least now you're just 
at home. At home. So. Yeah, you could be at home and watch. The sunrise and set. And go down. (laughs) And you're still working. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So today we're actually going to be talking about living with your partner. But before we get to that, I want to talk about a couple other quick things. You actually got me hooked on Dream Home Makeover on Netflix. Shay McGee. I know she's one of your favorites. She's wonderful. I've been following her for a little while now. And I mean, I'm obsessed with like home decor. And, you know, I'm always on Zillow trying to find my next house that I can't actually afford. But (laughs) um, yeah, her show's great. I finished it a few days ago. And I was really sad because I finished the sixth episode and... It was like the next show, you know, not the next episode. It was right. just going to go to another show. And I was like, wait. So I finished it. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like that some of the homes were like more normal homes. And there were some that were just really, really big. Um, and I appreciated that there was a little bit of everything for everyone. Okay. that I think it was the second episode, their neighbor's house. That ginormous house. I mean, when she was like, yeah, their budget's in the millions. And that's just like the design budget, I'm assuming. Right. right? Like, like the not interior. the build yeah. and all the other stuff. It's so pretty. I know. Well, like, when you have millions of dollars, family. like... <laughs> True. It is really pretty. I also thought, like, the theater was nice. Like, the one gentleman who did a little makeover of his theater in his basement. Okay. Yes, it looked great. But can we talk about, like, the rest of his house was, like, a true bachelor pad? Like, ironing board <laughs> in the even, middle of the room? Okay, but he even said, he's like, I'm a bachelor and I have a bachelor pad. He's, right. He set your expectations. Right. But why are you spending $30,000 on a movie room in your basement when you can zhuzh up the rest of your house. Well, I'm just saying, why do guys live in nasty apartments and drive BMWs? Isn't that like the same thing? <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. like you get to pick and choose what you want. So, but I agree. The rest of his house was not the nicest. It just didn't match. But you know what, David? Like one room at a time. You know what I mean? That's like, true. That was $30,000. So maybe he's going to save up for his... The next room. Also, like, some of the rooms, like, I feel like there was more than one budget that was 30 k And I'm like, I feel like you should be able to stretch that more. Well, the first episode was also 30 k And they yeah. did, it was like a three-in-one room, which I was amazed that that was 30000 So to do the theater alone for 30 k was kind of a lot. But I think it included probably the AV and, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess that stuff's expensive, AV is probably super expensive. So, but yeah, uh, highly recommend for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, I really liked it. And now I'm like, I'm glad. Mm, what else are, are you following watch? her on Instagram yet? I am. And okay, now awesome. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I, I know. That. I now you're going to now you're going to know what inset cabinets are. I told that I told Evan about it recently and he's like, "Great. Like, why do I need to know about $40,000 cabinets?" To change. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to an open house over the weekend just to get out of our house and and get some ideas. And the guy was like, oh yeah, they spent 60k on this kitchen. And when I'm telling you, the kitchen was like 25 square feet. Did it have inset cabinets? I don't even know what that is, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> it just had normal cabinets hanging on the wall. But uh, yeah, there was, no, like, there was no like refrigerator cabinet or like secret pantry. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine like what those kitchens cost. I know. I think people say the kitchen's like one of the most expensive rooms in the house. Yeah. So... But I really like the show. I hope they come out with more episodes soon. Um, season two. They've already filmed season two. So oh. be on the lookout, everyone. Okay. Well, Shay, holla at your girl. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Obviously, 2020 has been a bit of a shit show. Do you have any resolutions or goals going into next year? Yeah, honestly, I think 
I feel like it's so easy to sit at home and do nothing because it's unsafe to be outside and the weather is going to start getting gloomy. And I think I really want to make an effort to still try and go outside and do things that Evan and I can do to explore Seattle Mm -hmm. in a safe way. So I think we just need to make that a priority. You know, like it's easy to be like, let's watch a movie. Right. Let's actually go do something. Yeah. After like, obviously I have anxiety about, I mean, everything, but especially about coronavirus um and it's kind of made it worse this year and i've said no to so much just because i'm scared even if like the risk is low so i'm hoping that like next year if we get a vaccine and things seem to be going a little bit better like i don't want to necessarily do a whole year of yes but i would like to say yes maybe like every other yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) billy's gonna get like really strategic and being like and how about paris (laughs) yeah exactly yes yeah like i i think that's a good one i think especially like who knows how long covid will last i think just setting like a goal to try and do more things could be good for us definitely i completely agree before we dive into today's topic i want to share a couple of quick announcements and real talk This is probably the 80th time that I've tried to record this. I have a whole new admiration for voiceover talent. Between me tripping over my words and the drunk people coming out of the bar next door, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but let's try together. Your support means everything to me. Visit anchor.fm slash avecdavid to leave a voicemail that may be featured on an upcoming episode or to sign up for a monthly recurring donation. They're as little as 99 cents a month and can definitely help the show grow. If you're unable to donate, that's totally okay. Please leave a review in your preferred listening platform. It helps the algorithm tell people that the show is worth listening to and gets us in front of more listeners, just like you. Okay, so jumping back in, you already shared with us that you moved to Seattle because I tricked me into it yes yes (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh maybe move to seattle oh well i don't have a job oh well i found one on linkedin you should apply what the listeners don't know is that i had a very happy job i worked at google and i was up here for a business trip and i was visiting david and he was like for the 10th time like why don't you move to seattle and i said well because i don't have a job in seattle He's like, oh, funny you mentioned that. I found this other job with this other company and you should apply. (laughs) And I did. And And you got it. And I got it. What also the listeners don't know is that you basically lived with Evan before you moved up here. But how long have you unofficially and officially lived together? Yeah. Um, So back in the Bay Area, we both had our own places. But I was spending maybe like a little bit more than half the week at his place. And we've been together almost three years now. And then he moved up here in March. So basically when COVID started, it's about seven, eight months now. Yeah. Um, for those that aren't in the Bay area, traffic is insane. Yeah. So So even if you only live less than 10 miles from work, if your boyfriend (laughs) lives only a few miles. (laughs) So that was a joke, but like also a little bit serious. So I lived about nine or 10 miles from campus, but it would take about 45 minutes in traffic. And then when I was you know, filtering for men to date <laughs> on OkCupid. Okay Radius narrowed down five yeah, miles I from wanted, Google. Well, it was just convenient to go on dates like after work, you know, right. it was more so that. Um, yeah. And so Evan happened to have an apartment that's about a mile from my office. So that worked out kind of well for yeah. me. And that was probably still like a 15 minute commute. That yeah. mile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you guys have been together in this apartment since March. So like 
a good amount of time now. Yeah. A couple of seasons. Have you <laughs> have you found out anything new? Any uh, any hidden habits? Does he chew his toenails with his teeth? Um, no, not so many habits. But something that actually surprised me is that he has he's been really great about like making sure that I feel comfortable. And what I mean by that is that you know Evan is very much like when you think of a bachelor, like that's Evan. Like his apartment was dirty. Like I told him on one of our first dates when he invited <laughs> me over, I said is your bathroom clean? Because if it's dirty, I will never come back. And I remember he was like, okay, can you wait a minute? And yeah. he like ran off to the bathroom. Yeah. So, you know, with that in mind, like Evan's been really good. Like we clean together every Saturday, you know, and he like picks up and like puts his dishes away. So I appreciate that. It's a good habit he's picked up because he knows I'm so anal about cleanliness. Yeah. I have to say, after you told me about your kind of Saturday morning power hour, I'm like trying to implement that here. And I'm like, Let's wake up and clean. <laughs> you guys wake up so much earlier than we do too, so you can clean up like the crack of dawn. Yeah. We do midday cleans because we sleep in. <laughs> yeah, we get up early. It's. I prefer sleeping in, but I've also just gotten in the habit. I think also too, it was easier for me to sleep in in my Ballard apartment because there was no window mm-hmm. in the bedroom. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's nighttime all day. Whereas here, like, the light comes in when the sun comes up. Yeah. And it's, like, easier to Well, you to have so much early. nice natural light, so can't complain. Yeah. yeah. So in college and after college, you had roommates. Yeah. I've never had roommates. So how is that, like, what's different about living with your partner versus living with a roommate? Oh, my gosh. Well, fun fact about me, and you've been my friend through all of this. Do you remember when I was living in, like, that living room with the curtain? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Bay Area. Yeah, so the Bay Area is super expensive, and I was trying to save for my first house. So um, I lived in this like old, old house in San Mateo with a bunch of my girlfriends from work. And in the back of the house, there was like this little living room area that no one used. So I wasn't there that often. I was at my boyfriend's house, so I asked if I could just live there. And my boyfriend at the time built like a little curtain for me, and it was great. Um, and it was super cheap. Wouldn't do it now, but you know, when you're in your early twenties, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, living with roommates, I think it's interesting. Like it's fun because you always have friends to hang out with, but I think like, how do you like share food and what if everyone has like different levels of cleanliness and you only have one bathroom? So I think like those are things that you have to kind of navigate. Whereas like when you're with your partner, I feel like it's easier to give them that feedback. It's easier to enforce. Yeah. I I, I mean, I I want to use like nice language, but you know what I mean? It's easier to be like, Hey Evan, Hey Billy, like. Can you claim? Yeah. Um, there was a moment, I think it was a couple of months ago, and I, like, pride myself on, like, not being too passive-aggressive. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know, it just, it just happens. Or just aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was, like, cleaning up, and I didn't, like, want to be like, hey, I need you to help me clean, but I wanted to, like, subtly hint. And so as I was, like, picking stuff up, I was like, clean up clean up everybody do your chair and he was like okay did he get the hit he did but we (laughs) laughed about it really hard and then he used it against me another time and i was like oh this doesn't feel nice yeah (laughs) okay but can we also talk about the time that you lived in like that huge mansion and someone rented out like their walk-in closet of their bedroom i mean i feel like that was my bedroom someone's closet Yeah, I feel like I've lived in a plethora of very interesting places because I think that's just what the Bay Area is when you're living off of not a very high salary. Yeah. 
um, yeah, actually it was a, it was like a huge pantry. It was like a bedroom off of the kitchen and it had like an accordion door. So when someone would, this isn't my room, by the way, this is yeah. one of my roommates rooms, but like if someone was cooking someone with garlic, like your room would her room would smell like garlic, Yeah. but her rent was super cheap. I think it was like $700 a month, which I know like depending on where you live, that sounds like a lot, but for Bay area prices, that's a steal. It's sub 1000. Right. But it was literally a huge pantry with a window. And like, what if someone was like cooking in the middle of the night and you're just like, yeah, good luck to you. This is my life. (laughs) (laughs) Like dreaming of baguettes and spices. Literally. I mean, you, I don't know if you remember my bedroom. It was upstairs, but it was really tiny. So when I would open the door to come into my room, it would hit the end of my bed and I'd have to like squeeze into my room. Shimmy around it. Yeah. So basically what I'm hearing is you wouldn't trade living with Evan to go back to that situation. No, I would, (laughs) yeah, I would rather live in my somewhat small apartment here in Seattle. Yeah, much better. (laughs) How has quarantine like affected your guys' relationship in terms of like being on top of each other all the time? Yeah. You know, I, and David, you and I have talked about this, like I feel like in length uh, about how like Obviously, you love your significant other, but I just don't think that anyone is supposed to be with anyone else 24-7, right? Like, in a normal world, like, you say goodbye to them in the morning, you go to work, you right. see them at night. Right. And that's kind of it. And now, like, we see each other all day. Um, but I, I think we've been really lucky. Like, we have, we really do not get into any fights. And I think we joke that the only time we fight is when we're in the car because I'm scared of people <laughs> people's driving. No offense to people. people. Especially Washingtonians yes. and Oregon. I'm sorry, but like, why, why, do no people, why do people merge onto the freeway at like 40 miles an hour? It's so unsafe. If that. And also, <laughs> can I just say real quick why there are exits on the left side of the freeway? I mean, I know why. I think it's just the infrastructure, but... I j- I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. Um, so that's w- the one time we fight and when we start to talk about politics, but that's more like banter, you right. know? But um, yeah, I feel really lucky. And and he and I have talked about how like, um, yeah, if we can make it through quarantine where we're literally together all the time and not want to kill each other, then I think we're probably good. Yeah. Question mark. That's but yeah. How, that's how I feel too. We had that conversation a couple of weeks ago, Billy and I, and I was like, you know, if we can make it through like this experience in an open air loft where the only door in our whole place is the bathroom door. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll probably be okay in whatever comes next. I agree. Hopefully. I, I agree. I mean, um, I remember when COVID first happened, Evan was joking because he had read some news article about like divorce rates skyrocketing in China, and, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I guess we're lucky, right? I mean, we're both still in happy relationships and we're two quarters in yeah. <laughs> to COVID. I feel like here more people got married or, like, proposed, too. Yeah. Like, 10, 10, 20 was, like... Oh, was that a thing? It was a freaking hashtag everywhere. Like, <laughs> everyone that was unmarried except for you and I got, got married, married on yeah. that day. Well, maybe our significant others didn't get the memo, so... Maybe they didn't. Yeah, darn. <laughs> we can trick them into it yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, we have also discussed this topic at length. Obviously, your family's in California still. Yeah. In the Bay Area. And Evan's family's in Colorado, and you're not quite sure yet. Yeah. I don't know if I've sunk my Seattle talons into you enough to keep you here. I mean, yeah, it's tough. I think, like, in most relationships, I feel like, you know, when we meet our significant others, especially in, like, tech hubs, most people are transplants. Mm -hmm. Even the Bay Area, you know, like, what if you meet your significant other? That's, like, a conversation you'll have to have. Like, where do we put our roots down? And I think that's something Evan and I are still kind of navigating, 
and I'm very open to moving to Colorado. I think like family is so important. And yeah. if everyone wants to be close to his family, like I'm very happy to make the move to Colorado. Um, and like we can get a nicer house out there. Like our money would go a lot further. But I am also in love in, with Seattle. Every time I drive across one of these bridges on a non-foggy day, it is so beautiful. Yeah. So much hiking. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I miss my mom too, but those California taxes, you know. Insane. It's insane. And once you're not paying it anymore, you quickly get used to not paying them. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, so. can I just like take the the house costs from Colorado and the no okay. tax <laughs> yeah. from Washington, but live in California. I know. Unfortunately, it's just super expensive. And yeah, I just don't think that I could move back there unless we decided we were going to live in a small condo for the rest of our lives. Yeah. But uh, we also want to get a dog and a cat, so. Once Mavian was telling me that they might move to Colorado, obviously I frantically started looking at homes <laughs> in Colorado as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's kind of like leapfrog. Like, I brought you to Seattle, you bring me to Colorado. Yeah. Billy's best friend lives in Colorado right now. And so we found, like, the little town called Parker looked super cute in all the pictures and videos we saw like found some new build homes like found the literal homes of our dreams like modern farmhouse <laughs> one story I think it was 3700 square feet plus a basement can you could... imagine cleaning that i mean no i would definitely hire someone yeah i don't even like cleaning this right place. i can barely clean my apartment sub 1000 square feet yep um but what they don't tell you about those new builds is that everything costs money. It's like a la carte. It's literally worse than building a Porsche online. Yeah, literally (laughs) so many How did I go from this dollar amount to now I'm four times? Well, just throw out figures so that the listeners can know. So the model that we loved, it it was beautiful. Like, beautiful big one story. The pictures of that model were like, the place was done like chef's kiss like fabulously (laughs) beautiful and so like billy had a realtor friend that lived there and so he went by and got the information from the people well the model itself for the home the bones of it was about seven hundred thousand, which is a good chunk of change but like for a 3700 square foot brand new single family home on a half acre lot in the mountains like it's beautiful like that's pretty affordable it had $975,000 <laughs> in upgrade options. <laughs> like another 3,700 square feet in the basement with daylight windows. It had 15 foot accordion doors. Like, so beautiful. Off the living room. A freaking wine cellar, like wall, basically, in the dining room. It was so pretty. But when we saw that, we were like, oh. And we're yeah. like, okay, but like, if we didn't get any of that, what's the base house look like? And he's like, Mm-mm, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, and like, one point seven doesn't make it really affordable anymore. Right. <laughs> we're like, oh, to live thirty-ish minutes from Denver. From Denver. Yeah. So, uh, needless to say, Billy and I will probably be staying in Seattle. <laughs> Crushed your Colorado dreams. Crushed my like. I was totally envisioning like me pulling into my garage and like a white x5 and like the snow falling in the background like so dramatic literally like decorating that house for christmas with like the white bulbs all around like i had it very much 
pictured in my head, but. Yeah. Well, now we can like decorate our apartments. Yeah. Yeah. That works. More affordable. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything aside from like obviously your family and friends that are still there that you miss about California? In and out burger? Oh, honestly, I'm, that's like the first thing I'm going to eat when I get home for Thanksgiving. Um, but no, honestly, I think my friends, I really miss. And, and Evan said this too, like when, when he moved here to Seattle, he left, you know, all of his coworkers and he's mm-hmm. remote now, but the silver lining in all of this is that, um, I think COVID happened around the time we moved mm-hmm. and then all of our coworkers are also now working from home. And a lot of them have like flown home to be with their families. So like no one's really in California right now. And yeah. it gives me a little bit less FOMO because I'm like, well, everyone's kind of gone right. and we catch up on zoom and that's what it is. No so. one's going to the beach. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, I, I feel like I see my family enough. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. And you're going to be going home soon to see them. Yeah. How if flying is okay. It's a, it's I don't scary. know. I'm a, you know me, like I'm like a clean freak. So the last time I flew, I think I was really lucky. There weren't really people on my flight, but mm-hmm. of course I had a mask on and like, what do you call that? The face shield. Oh, yeah. yeah. I looked a little bit crazy, but whatever. I'd rather be safe. Right. And I Clark swiped literally everything in my row. Okay. So a survey that I did said that people want sub 30 minute episodes. So that's, we're going to start to wrap up here. But before we go, two more quick questions for you. One, what is kind of the one takeaway that you can share with someone that is either newly living with their significant other or thinking about it or maybe that has and just wants to solidify that relationship, especially in quarantine? Yeah, um, I think for those who aren't yet living with their significant others, like we're very used to like our habits and the ways that we like to do things. Mm -hmm. And something that I've learned is that you have to be a little bit more flexible um, when you move in with your significant other and kind of like blend your lives together so that both of you kind of feel comfortable and that this new place is a home for both of you and not just one of you. So yeah, yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing for me is just being flexible. Yeah. What about you? Um... I would say that there's like a couple components to it. One. So you only get to pick one. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) like the first thing that comes to my mind is communication Mm -hmm. and like kind of piggybacking off what you're saying. Like it's so important just to communicate like how you're feeling and what you need. And I know that for a lot of people, it's very hard. Like I spent two and a half years in therapy and sometimes it's still hard for me in the moment to be like, this is what I need from you to help me right now. Um, but pushing through that like discomfort and like speaking up for yourself, like you got to look out for number one. Um, I think that that's really important and your partner most of the time, if not all the time will support you and, and what your needs are obviously, unless it's something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. And it's just about letting them know to write and communicating because sometimes they won't know unless we share that. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm just like, I need a bad mood day. Like, I just want to lay in bed and, like, doom scroll on my iPhone. And... <laughs> doom scroll. <laughs> like, you know, like, I just, like, every yeah. once in a while you need one of those days. And, you know, Billy gets it and he respects that. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, lastly, before we go, how do you personally define self-care? So I think as a female, society has often kind of told women that we should take care of our home and our children. Mm-hmm. And basically that we should take care of others before ourselves. And I think because of that, there are a lot of barriers when thinking about self-care. So to me, I think self-care is prioritizing yourself and taking care of your emotional, 
mental and physical health needs. And I know that could mean, you know, anything from a manicure to taking time to work out or even just closing your laptop at 5 p.m. and just fully disconnecting. Yep. I think that's super important too. Um, Especially right now while there is a lot of us working from home, Mm -hmm. enforcing that boundary. I know. It's easy to, you know, respond to a ping at 9 p.m. because it shows up on your phone, but you have to sometimes just make a conscious effort to not reply. Yeah. I've been putting my do not disturb on for certain apps after certain hours. I'm like, meh. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I know we're short on time, but I did want to say something that I read that I I really loved. So at my last company, sometimes when people would leave, they would kind of share like their learnings. Mm -hmm. And one thing that really resonated with me is someone said like, own your time. If you don't, others will. Mm. That's basically just saying like, you know, set boundaries with others so that they know like this time is my time with my family. So yeah. If you're not going to look out for yourself, who else is? Yeah. So just own your time. I love that. Well, again, thank you, Maveen, for being kind of my guinea pig in all of this and my my very first guest. Um, I deeply, deeply appreciate it. Um, For everyone else, thank you for listening. It will only... from me and and someone else so please stay tuned um subscribe please rate on whatever platform you're on help me get some sponsors so that we can get some better sound equipment maybe a little (laughs) studio action Um, but again thank you all for being here i really appreciate it and we'll talk to you soon